Hello and welcome back, listeners, all 12 of you, to Supermax with Jared and Jared, the salary cap podcast for sports ethos, uh, fantasy basketball edition. You know, we we, we touch on politics, gardening, mm. yeah. uh, home interior design, decor, but we're going to talk about fantasy basketball today. Yeah, no, and, I, uh, uh, our kitchen podcast was pretty highly rated, but uh, we're going to not do that again for a while. No, we're going to stick to what we know the least, and that's fantasy basketball. So yep. uh, I'm Jared Russo, and I'm joined here by uh, Jared Ross King. Hello. And, and as you may well know from the title, either reading this on Sports Ethos or through whatever provider delivers podcasts, um, I feel like the only people listening to this are like my girlfriend and the one guy on Twitter who DMs me and asks me questions about like, leagues that like, i know nothing about because i don't know anything about category leagues so shout outs to, to, to everyone out there so what do you want to talk about today uh so as you know from reading the title as i was saying this is all about surprises uh because let, let's be honest um most people's years are already over they're done you whiffed you didn't get the random players who exploded out of the gate and that's here we're going to pretty much talk about it. It's just like the surprise, like, oh, I didn't get him. Come on. That's okay. So, yeah, our, our seasons are done. I, I don't know if you knew this or not, but they're over. My season's not done. What are you talking about? It, it, dude, it's all luck, 100%. There's no skill involved. It's a It's a draft that's really just the lottery. And if you had certain winning lottery tickets, then Mazel Tov. And I'll... You know what? I'll give you the first guy. The first guy I saw, and I went, son of a bitch. Why the fuck didn't we talk about this dude and draft him? Was it Cam Thomas? Cam Thomas. Oh, my God. It's Cam Thomas. It's Cam Thomas. Only Homer Nets fans would know that Cam Thomas would just be given free reign to launch as many balls into the air as possible every game. Yeah, well, I mean, think about last season, right? So they made those trades. They got rid of Kyrie. They got rid of Kevin Durant. And Cam Thomas went off for what, like four games or something like that? Like he went off for a very small sample size and then came crashing back down to earth and was like, at best after that, a a decent bench guy. You know, he could maybe get you 15. But my God, Cam Thomas this season. Not what I expected, not what you expected. I guess what our uh, mutual friend BJ expected, but absolutely going off. I, I had to double check to make sure the, the stat line was still this crazy. He's averaging 28.7 points a game, not fantasy points, like literal points a game. Are you sure that's correct? Because I think it should be higher. Uh, well, here's the thing is he had 45 against Milwaukee last night. recording this on Tuesday, the seventh Saturday is 27 against Boston. But what brings the average down is these two games, Chicago 17, Miami 13. Uh, so those two games kind of drive the, last the three game. I... Yeah, All but he's right, almost well, averaging 30. So but the a 13 in the in a six game stretch is going to hurt the overall average. Dude, I'm so pissed that last year it was like, like Trey Jones, Nick Claxton. Guess what? They're starting and they're great and they're cheap. And this year it's like Cam Thomas. Oh, you didn't get him? You're out. That's it. You're done. Winner got Cam Thomas. Everyone else loses. 
GG. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's see. Cause the thing is too, I think this Nets team, we're, st- I think they're still trying to figure out themselves. So is he going to stay in that role all season? Like, again, we yes. go back to last season. I, 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 I mean, I think yes, but I'm offering a counterpoint here. So stop. Um, we go back to last season where he kind of was doing something similar to this for a for a you know four or five game stretch. Well, he had like fifty in a game, didn't he last year? Like it's something ridiculous or almost fifty. Um, and I don't know if if they're gonna if he he's a guy who I feel like could come crashing back down to earth really quick. With with our luck, that is not going to happen. No, I mean you're right, but again, what I'm trying to do is provide the counterpoint. I mean, counterpoint, he could twist an ankle and be out a few weeks. I mean, like, I don't know. But the, but the, the precedent is there for him being great for a small few-game stretch and then just not being good anymore. They're the Brooklyn Nets, who really should be in the New Jersey Nets. They should go back to New Jersey. Uh, they're irrelevant. They're a nothing team, and there's no one on that team uh, except for him and, and Mikhail Bridges. And now that Nick Claxton's hurt, forget about it. They're they're done. They're toast. He's going to have the ball in his hands way too often, and they're going to be more than happy to just let this season play out. So if you didn't pick up by now, and I was on vacation, so we haven't recorded in a while, uh, I'm sure you don't have to be a rocket scientist to look at the waiver wire and see that he was putting up numbers and yep. take a flyer on him And if you're in this type of league. So it already feels like the damage is done. It's like if you didn't pick up certain guys, it's just like, nope, try again next year. And that really sucks. It does suck. Um, But if I had told you before the season that Mikhail Bridges would be the second leading fantasy scorer on the Nets two weeks in the season, what are the chances that you would have said, oh, Cam Thomas is number one? Like basically zero? I would have had to have gone through Nick Claxton, Dinwinnie, Claxton, maybe Cam Johnson had like a crazy couple weeks. You would think, yeah, you could have sold me on that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, here we are. Anything else that grinds your gears? Um, about Cam Thomas or a, no, another player? Another, another surprise. Oh. So, so when we recapped our draft, one thing I really liked was like the chances I was taking on some rookies, and some of them. Um, have worked out. So Anthony Black, for instance, I'm not, I, this is not my surprise. Anthony Black uh, started off a little rough because he wasn't getting playing time. Markel Fultz um, got hurt. We'll miss a few games. Markel Fultz hurt. When have we ever heard that? Um, and Anthony Black has really showed out, and especially on the defensive end, um, in the last three games for the Magic. So felt good about that one. Um, Keontae George. You were kind of upset that I got him. He hasn't quite showed out as much as I would have hoped, but he is playing very well, um, and I think he's only going to get better. The guy who really – there's two guys that I picked up. One was for my team name more than anything, and that's Grady Dick. He's no longer my team, and it kind of sucks. Um, but the one that I thought would really, really you know, kind of put up some good numbers, um, I think a lot of people thought he was going to put up good numbers, is Jairus Walker with the Pacers. Uh, right now, his stat line, he has played nine minutes, um, excuse me, average nine minutes per game, 2.3 rebounds, 1.7 assists, 3.3 points. Those are his averages. Um, if you want to look at it from a fantasy perspective for our league, he has a total, not an average, a total 
two weeks into the season of 27 points, would you break that down as like what three points a game? That's half a half a game for Cam Thomas. That's just two quarters for Cam Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't expect him to obviously do what Cam Thomas is doing now, but I, I think we all kind of thought that Jarris Walker was going to be one of those solid rookie contributors um, from the word go for the for a team like the Pacers. And it just has not happened. Uh, I'm not shocked that most rookies aren't coming out of the gate firing on all cylinders. We'll get to a few that have. I'm more surprised in the rookies that people took flyers on thinking that they actually could do, do some damage, like actually provide some value and have just been like drop candidates. Uh, boy, this episode is not going to be surprises. It's just going to be what grinds my gears. You know what grinds my gears? Go ahead. Is Kevin Porter Jr. off the team boy, we need another guard to come in. Oh, it's a good thing we drafted this great guy named Amen Thompson to come in and and run the second unit. Bust, injured, off my team immediately. Yep. And his brother, who was taken after him, there's a logjam in Detroit. When's he going to get the plane? To- Stud. Are you kidding me? No, I mean, it makes perfect sense because it makes no sense if we look at it, though, you know, logically before the season. So it makes perfect sense that what we logically deduced would not come to pass. I'll tell you what wasn't a surprise at all. We can just breeze by this real quick. Is anyone downing the absolute force that is both Victor Wembanyama and Chet Holmgren? Well, I'll listen to that first half. Let's talk about that first half, what you said. And let's not talk about the second half because... What morons would, would intentionally as a bit be like, they're not going to be good. I, whoa, I never said Victor Romanian was not going to be good. When did I say that? Don't play coy with me. I never said Victor Romanian was not going to be good. I never said that. Oh, my God. Find me evidence where I said that uh, Victor Romanian was not going to be good. doing your due diligence, trusting the process that is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Look. But that's not a surprise to me. It is to you, but not, not to me. Look, I, I'm I, I'm still out on Chet Holmgren. We had a conversation in our, um, our group thread earlier. I think it was earlier today. And someone mentioned that Chet Holmgren has one of the highest potentials of anybody who was under 25. And I could not disagree more uh this guy's gonna come crashing under earth congratulations on a good few games um but if you really want him to be great long term look elsewhere because this is not the guy do you do you want to hear uh some some fun stats you can i mean it's seven games in you can give some fun stats i mean absolutely go for it but you're not going to convince me until i see an entire season of this that he can actually be good here here are some fun stats you ready Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Out of every center eligible on ESPN, here here are the guys who are above Chet Holmgren. Not many. Not many. Evan Mobley, Jaron Jackson Jr., Bam, Giannis, which who's now a center for some reason. Uh Sabonis, Sengun, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Jokic. That's it. That's the list. He's doing better than Jalen Duran, who Unbelievable. Doing better than Victor Wembanyama. Uh, doing better than Porzingis, DeAndre Ayton, Vucevic. Doing better than Rudy Gobert, 
Towns, Mark Williams. You forgot some names in there, but okay. Who did I forget? You did say Anthony Davis. I included him on the list of people doing better than Chet, although Chet will play more games than Anthony Davis. Here's the full list, because I feel like there's some names you miss. I, Jokic, Embiid, Anthony yeah. Davis, Sengun, Sabonis, Giannis, yeah. Adebayo, Jaron Jackson and Jr., Jackson, and Evan, Evan Mobley, yeah. uh, uh, your mom, your sister, <laughs> your whole intro that you did for so long, everybody on that list, um, Dwight Howard, uh, Shaquille O'Neal's left knee, and uh, Just admit Robin that you Lopez. So so hard. No, I'm not going to admit till the season's you over. Whiffed it. No, like no, I'm not going to. With, uh, like, can we go to any other surprises? Um, anything that like shocks your your pants off? Because I have another quick one. Yeah, go ahead. What what is going on with the Grizzlies? Because there are some guys who you can pick up who are like, wow, random Memphis Grizzlies player. I feel like this is the fifth year in a row that you could say that where you're like. Okay, random Grizzlies player, you're you're a great pickup. Like in years previous, it was Brandon Clark, and then it was Santi Aldama, and now it's Zaire Williams and Xavier Tillman and Bismack Biombo, uh, David Roddy. You're just like, wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, well, the the problem is they're not playing well the team yet, are they? So I, I think it's kind of hard to figure out what they're going to do moving forward until. Because they have how many without looking at the standings, how many wins do the Memphis Grizzlies have? I bet you they have like one win. And it just came on Sunday. They were 0 6 heading into Sunday. I don't care about that. I care about fantasy. I, I know, but I'm just what I'm saying is if you look at this from the perspective of we don't know what this this team, by the way, among their losses, Dallas, okay. Denver, all right. New Orleans. I get it. Uh, the Jazz by a lot. Mm. The Blazers and the Wizards. I mean, those teams are bad. But again, to me, this is irrelevant. It's a, it's a matter of who's hurt, who's filling in as a cheap replacement option. And so far, a lot of Grizzlies are delicious waiver wire ads. So that's surprising to me. I mean, fair, fair. That's that's all fair. I just yum, yum. it's it's hard eat, for me to figure out. Crumbs. It's hard for me to figure out that team at this moment. You know, I think there's guys getting some You're right. minutes You're right. they it's won't get in a, in a week. Out. It's impossible to figure out. Just ride the wave. And then okay, drop fair them. Enough. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Move uh, on. What other surprises uh, for these first two weeks, which basically have, has already ended our season? Uh, first off, my season's still alive, and you can shut up other, any other uh, anything else. Look, we I think we kind of expected both of us for Russell Westbrook to be a good value for what he was getting paid. I don't think we expected him to be scoring more than, well, I did, uh, to score more than Chet Holmgren, uh, which he is doing right now, um, to be getting more points than Miles Bridges, than DeMar DeRozan, than Paolo Bancaro, than Victor Wembanyama, Cade Cunningham. I can go on, a, there's a list, long, long, long list. Russell Westbrook has really shown out the first few weeks uh, for the LA Clippers. Who drafted this man? I want to say it was uh, our, our new friend. I forget his name. Because I want to look up Pro- Professor look John, up his his, uh, his nephew. Oh, was that correct? Was that there was a relation? I ooh, I believe. No, it's not him. No, who is this mystery? 
because I want to look up the I want to look up Westbrook stats because I I want to know how big of a of a goof I did blowing it not yeah not so thinking. here I've got I've got his stats so for uh for fantasy he's averaging thirty three point two points a game which is I think top twenty um if you want to break it down by actual NBA stats fifteen and a half points a game seven point two rebounds six and a half assists. 1.8 steals. He's averaging half a block a game as well. Those are really good numbers, especially for a guy who's been coming off the bench for the most part. Um, really like him. Those numbers are insane. I just don't yeah. know what the negative impact will be when Harden kind of like takes over because, you know, he's a system. Right. He, he's not a system guy. He is a system. That's right. But that's an actual quote. If anybody's like, what are they talking about? That's an actual quote from Russell West. Brooke, uh, or from uh, James Harden, excuse me. Uh, just, just so you have a bit of an idea of what this could look like with James Harden um, against Orlando on Halloween night: eighteen points, seven assists, six rebounds, five steals for uh, and a block for Russell Westbrook. Uh, the next night against the Lakers: twenty-four points, eleven rebounds, eight assists, almost got that triple double and four steals um, in forty-four minutes. And then against the Knicks which I did not watch this game. Maybe you have a little more insight on it if you did watch it. Um, his minutes went down, and he had 17 points, four rebounds, four assists. I think they start, they were arresting people at a certain point because it was it ended up being like a 20-point blowout. So. Okay. That makes some sense then. But uh, some other some other wacky surprises. Uh, there's a couple, guy in the, a couple guys on the Suns were very intriguing um, because the Suns are, are now rash with injuries mm-hmm. um, and people have to play for that team. So mm-hmm. why can't it be Drew Eubanks? Um, I'm surprised that Nick Richards is uh, a pretty more than capable and more than decent uh, center splitting minutes with Mark Williams, who's also doing quite well for the, the Hornets this year. Moses Moody for a while was looking like a, oh, could this be like the Moses Remember- Moody? Yeah, from like two years ago. What was it OKC was when he went off? Was that the right team he was on? Moses Moody is on the Warriors. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like two years ago when he went off. He I think he was part of the part of the Thunder at that point. He had like a brief stretch near the end of the season. Has ever been on the Thunder. Oh, not Moses Moody. Wow, I'm thinking of Moses Brown. Okay. Look, it's been a long day. I mean, Moses Brown was a revelation back when he played basketball, yeah. but Moses Moody. Has been uh, like it, it looked like he was like finally like breaking into his own in the way that you kind of want him and Kaminga to yeah. do, and then like that that stopped. The thought the, get, the, the the Warriors were like, oh hey, like we know who you are. Never mind. I'll give you a guy uh, on the Magic who I have been pleasantly surprised by. Unfortunately, I don't have him. It's somebody else, and you're not going to like who has him. Um, Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs finally starting to show out. Uh, he's averaging 10 points, 5.3 rebounds, 3.1 assists, 1.7 steals, and he's almost averaging a full block uh, for the Magic. And in fantasy terms, that is 21.4 points, which is not bad compared to what he has done in the past. Uh, yeah, I saw the guy who picked him up because I'm going against him this week, and these numbers look fabulous. And uh, just out of pure spite, I hope that that doesn't keep happening but i mean again with my luck it will can can we just talk about the fact that dennis schroeder is the second coming of magic johnson have you seen his numbers <laughs> yeah no i have it's been it's been pretty remarkable what the hell is going on dude um i do have one guy that uh i want to bring up who is on my team now 
He's been on there, and I missed his best games, which really sucks. But uh, Max Struess has actually been uh, – he's come back down to earth for a couple games. Had a pretty good night last – no, uh, Sunday night against the Golden State Warriors. But he got off to a really hot start. Is he too expensive to stream? I, th- I don't – what was he, 13, I think, 13 million? Oh, that's actually not bad at all, actually. No, okay. I, I think it's 13 mil. There, there's a lot of guys Without looking who, it up. who I deemed necessary to own who were under 20. And it's like Nas Reed, Mitchell Robinson, um, PJ Washington. Uh, there's like there's like a couple of guys who are like under 20. It's like they, they, sh- they should be owned. Like they, they should be picked up and owned. Um, dude. If you had told me before the season, Jalen Duran was going to have a mega breakout. I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. But if you had told me that Benedict Matherin would look even worse than he did last year, I'd have been like, what? How does he regress? Don't the Pacers have like a great coaching staff? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, no, how, that's... How is he looking this terrible without Tyrese Halliburton? And Halliburton has been... I think he's like the third or fourth best guy in fantasy just across the board right now. And I'm very happy he's a part of my team. Um, just, just to talk about somebody on my team... Um, against the great Charlotte Hornets the other night. They're not that great. Uh, 43 points, 12 assists, two rebounds. He had a block, too, because why not? Um, which, in our league, turns into 64 and a half fantasy points. It was a very fun night. Um, so that was that was fun. Is he hurt, hurt, or just, like, minor hurt? No, uh, he only missed one game. He's playing again. So he missed the game against okay. the Boston Celtics on the first, and he's played against Cleveland since then. Charlotte, San Antonio, putting up uh, a double-double in two of those games. Because I, I, I can't follow the Pacers because every time I try to uh, look into them, I fall asleep because they're just so boring. They are. I mean, that's fair. But if, if, if without saying the Knicks and with me without saying the Magic... If you could put Tyrese Halliburton on one team, where would you put him? The Knicks. I said without saying the Knicks. You can't say the Knicks. I can't say the Magic. Uh, Who doesn't have a good starting point guard? The Heat? I I hate the Um, Heat, but I kind of think that would be a good choice. I don't know. Put him with Wemby? They have Jeremy Sochan, who's a power what? forward playing point guard right now. Like, get the hell out of here. I, uh, you want to hear one that I thought of? You want to hear the, the one I thought of, I guess? Uh, y- you play him at the two next to Tyrese Maxey. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. You okay. got those like two with Joel Embiid. That's better than Harden was ever going to be on that team. So I'm like poaching around right now at other people's rosters and just weeping at how. We all whiffed at Jalen Johnson in Atlanta, like waiver wire pickup of the year. Um, who is Marcus Sasser and why is he crushing it like a great for Detroit? Let me pull up Marcus Sasser's uh, um, Wikipedia just because I need more information than what ESPN is going to give me. And who is Jordan Hawkins on the Pelicans? What is going on? I've heard of Jordan Hawkins. But Jordan Hawkins was, I want to say, on a. Oh, who? Where was I've I've heard of him before, so I'm familiar with him. Marcus Sasser, I did not know about until today. Um, he was born September 21st, 2000. 
He played college basketball at Houston. Currently a shooting guard, point guard for the Detroit Pistons. He was actually a first-round draft pick this year. I don't remember that. I, If you had given me a million dollars and told me, hey, do you think Marcus Sasser was a first-round pick? would have been like... Oh, I would have... No, I would have said no. Uh... Dude, Lonnie Walker the fourth is doing well. Yep. I. By the way, whoever drafted Scoot and yeah. Simons, yeah, they must feel like shit because yeah. whoever took Sharp looks like a fucking. He's the luckiest man on earth. Yeah, I want. I, I'm trying to think back. Uh, Scoot definitely went first. Was it uh, Simons went after Sharp? I'm pretty sure. I mean, but still. But still, yeah, that's I mean that's fair. Also, uh congrats to the dude who who took Derek Lively the second way too early because you actually lucked out, but uh he he's kind of also <laughs> fallen back to earth a, a little bit. Yeah, he got to a hot start though, but he has fallen back to earth. He had a pretty good night last night, unfortunately against the magic. Um but yeah, he's kind of fallen back down to earth. I mean, I, I think, though, to be fair, I don't think you or myself expected – I mean, he's averaging 9.7.7 rebounds. To to be honest, I think that's better than we were expecting. Also, shout-outs to everyone who ever thought the Heat would develop young talent like Jovic or uh, Haywood, Highsmith, or just – nah. No one. None of them. Pathetic. Never trust the Miami Heat. Never. Never, ever. Um, however, if you want to trust them for somebody that uh, that our probable league winner will, will hate, senior. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. If you ever want to hear... How much if, money is Kyle Lowry making? Like, I think it's like $34 million or something like that. It's something what? just... Absolutely ridiculous, and it's <gasps> all gone. It's it's all gone to his ass. It's all gone to his ass. Tyler Hero, though. Woo! Oh, I, I'm so I'm only twenty nine million. That's a lot less than I expected. Tyler Hero, man, oh man, statistically the best fantasy player on the Heat by far. Not even close. Which is surprising, Drew Smith. <laughs> Juice Brad Drew Smith. Uh any hey. is there anyone else who uh is, is sort of stunning you early on this year? Because it's mostly people on our teams. Ha ha. Yeah. Um look, I think D'Angelo Russell's been a little better than I expected. I I wouldn't say a surprise, but a little better than I expected. Um Did you know that Chad is actually my best fantasy player on Chad, my entire just, team? I don't want to talk about him. What, doesn't that say more about my team, like in a bad way, though? Like, yes, yeah, so 100% your best does. Player? Your team is awful. Um, everyone on it individually is doing great. It's just like compared to everyone else's teams, it's like it's not great enough. Right, 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 right. Is there anybody that is in our free agent pool that you just not pick up because not because? Like LeBron, you're not going to pick up because he makes too much money. But somebody who's just like you expected them to at least be good, and they're just like god awful. Every person on my watch list who has not been up to snuff 
I've removed from the watch list. You know what? I'm going to do something right now that I don't do often because I don't have the opportunity to do it often. Um, and that is admit defeat on something. You mentioned to me before the season that you felt like Gary Trent Jr. was undraftable. And I told you, you were wrong. I am here to do something that I don't do often because, again, I don't have to do it often. I'm usually right. Gary Trent Jr. has been awful. Over the last four games, this is his fantasy points. Six, eight, eight, eight. Absolutely abysmal. Not only do I not remember ever telling you that, I, like, forgot he existed as a person. So... That doesn't super surprise me. We were looking at the sheets and figuring out who was not draftable, and you put him in there, and I was like, you're wrong. And you're like, nope, nope, I'm not going to change that one. And I was like, you're going to be wrong. And it turns out, unless something turns around like really crazy, I'm wrong. Well, how much money is he getting paid? Uh, I believe it's 18 or 19 mil. No, I see. That's too much. Yeah. Well, it it, <laughs> you gotta be an it wouldn't be based off of like what he's done in the past, but this year has just been... Way worse than he's ever been. Nah, you got you got to be like borderline all star for me to consider paying somebody that much. He's a streamer. Like I'd use him as a streamer in the past, though. I, I, do you think that the Toronto Raptors season is going anywhere but down, down, down the drain? Because like, I guess it's the Dennis Schroeder show. Because like, I don't think Pascal Siakam is putting up the numbers that he used to. Um, Brady Dick is he's gonna need time. Siakam, uh, this, okay. I'm gonna we're gonna do a few uh, uh, over unders and we're gonna play this game. We're I'm just making it up on the spot. Here we go. Um, Pascal Siakam, Pascal Siakam, is he averaging over or under 16 points a game? You're talking about regular in game, reg, reg, regular, stats. regular in, in game NBA stats. Less 15.4. Is he averaging more or less than six rebounds a game? I really want to say more, but I feel like that's not the answer. The answer is more. He's averaging 6.1. 6.1. And field goal percentage. Is he is we're gonna go over under 43%? Under 41.2. These are not numbers that um, he's put up in recent years for just for the listener to be like, well, what did he do last year? Last year, 48% from the field, uh, averaging 24.2 points and 7.8 rebounds. He he was like such a begrudging third team all NBA forward because like LeBron didn't play enough games and like for our leagues, like he was usable he was expensive but he was good and this season it just doesn't seem like the juice is there it's not worth the squeeze yeah no that's true that's true um, what a disappointing so... stupid year my team turned into the magic your team uh is the magic but my team is the magic yeah that's right i couldn't care less about this in-season tournament nonsense I couldn't uh, either. The Michael Wilbon rant about marketing people is so funny. I'll have to look it up. He's like yelling about like 40-year-old soccer hooligans and, and millennials and 
Oh man, great stuff. Um, I'll look it up. Yeah, our, our 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 teams collectively right now are in the bottom half of the league. Mm-hmm. So it seems like everything we've been doing for prep and for podcasts and for rankings, all of that went to crap because ninety nine percent of winning in fantasy is dumb luck. <clears throat> no, you're not always wrong. Has been, always will be. Um, here's one for you. We're gonna play. Is this person averaging more or less fantasy points than Ben Simmons? Oh wow! You ready for this? this? I like this. I love. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a softball with the first one. Okay. Bam Adebayo. More. Okay, so Bam Adebayo is averaging more. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, that's correct. I, I was kind of throwing you a softball to get you started. Now we're gonna now we're gonna get into some nitty gritty. Brandon Ingram. Oh, it's bad mojo. It's bad vibes from what I'm seeing on Twitter. Uh, I'm gonna say maybe Ben Simmons is doing better than Brandon Ingram this year. He is. He is. Um, okay. Let's 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 go with uh, Derek White. He was dropped in our league. You know what? Uh, let's say Ben Simmons is doing better, and I I don't have any evidence to justify that because Derek White yeah, is sure, Derek White ahead. is doing better, but not by much. Um, okay, if it's close, then that's fine. That's, we we I'll got wait. we got we're gonna do three more here. DeAndre right. Ayton, better. Trick question. They are exactly equal. Uh, Get out of here. That is that is one hundred percent true. They're both averaging twenty nine point two fantasy points a game. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Wow. Better than Ben Simmons, barely. He is actually about three points a game worse than Ben Simmons. Oh my god. Yes, this is this is true. There also might be no god. We're not sure. Um, and finally, the final guy on the list. Trying to decide between two guys. I'm just going to see what you can come up with. Let's, let's go just Tobias. do both. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Let's go Terry Rozier. Tobias Harris is doing way better than Ben Simmons. No, no, no. So you think Tobias Harris is doing way better than Ben Simmons? Yeah, because it's like a contract year for Tobias Harris. I think okay, well, I said, I said Terry Rozier, but that's fine. Uh, Terry Rozier is not doing as well as Ben Simmons, but Tobias Harris is blowing them both out of the water. How's that sound? Terry Rozier has uh, more points per game than both Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons. Wow. I to get, to give the listener, this is as of November 7th, two weeks in the season, the Ben Simmons like range, the guys within a point of him right now per game are talking about fantasy or just like fantasy fantasy. Okay. Okay. That's are, what I was going on this whole time. So thank yeah, God. yeah. 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 Our drew holiday Derek. These are the guys that are available. I should say in our league. Um, let me change the filter real quick to give you guys some, some people who are on our rosters as well. That that will help a little bit. Loading, loading, loading. There it goes. Um, Some guys who are in his range right now. Drew Holiday, Cade Cunningham, Jalen Brown, Derek White. Um, Which Thompson brothers? Asur is on Detroit. Mm -hmm. 
Jamal Murray, Christoph Porzingis, DeAndre Ayton, D'Angelo Russell, Jalen Brunson, Brandon Ingram, Nikola Vucevic, Shaden Sharp, Miles Turner, Jalen Johnson, Anthony Simons. Uh, just so you can see if you can get this one right. Ben Simmons, he averaging more or less than Shaden Sharp per game. And no, dude, it's got to be Shaden Sharp. Come on. It's Ben Simmons. We're, we have to end this podcast before <laughs> I... What is and going he's on, on? He's only missed one game. He, the only game he didn't play was against Boston. But he, this is the numbers, the NBA numbers that he's been putting up. Um, 10 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 blocks, 2 steals against Dallas. He had 11, 10, 8, and 1 against Charlotte's. Um, and then pretty consistently, the points are not there, but he's he's got 11 rebound game, 9 rebound game, 15 rebound game to go with uh, high assist numbers. You know, he's not going to score, you know, 50 points in the game ever, but what is he, he might score 50 from the points. field and what is he shooting from the free throw line? Oh, That's my what God. I know. OK, well, let me pull that up real quick. He's probably shooting something very low, um, I would imagine. I also but it could be high because the last the only time I've seen Brooklyn play this year. I genuinely don't remember who they played against, but I do remember that he was taking a lot of shots close to the basket. Like everything was close to the basket. He was not taking anything outside the key, really. So let's see what he's got. Ben Simmons. Yeah, but he, he refused to, to dunk because he didn't want to get hacked. So what does it matter if it's, if it's around the basket? He's getting sent hey, to the line. Free throw percentage is what they call in the industry abysmal. It's 25%. Um Ugh. I also don't know how many free throws that is. That can't be a lot. I don't I don't feel like it is. His field goal percentage though is 52.8. So it's definitely a situation where he's not taking a lot of shots uh away from the basket. He's uh 19 of 36 field goals on the season. He is only one of four from free throws, so that's why it's 25%. God, that's like nothing. Um I so I'm for the listeners, I'm I'm going to Chicago uh, this weekend for a whole week, and it's like two vacations. Like kind of, I don't know what's going on. I'm just traveling a ton. Um, and at, there was a bunch of games in Chicago that I was trying to get tickets for, and there were some teams that I was like, oh, I haven't seen them play before live. Like it'd be cool to see Detroit, or it'd be cool to see this team, and like the dates never lined up, and the only games that were like available were like two magic games and i was like but i've already seen the magic i've been to magic games but those were like the only ones that like i could actually like go to so i was like well i guess i got to see the bulls and the magic play well i'll see the magic play on friday or saturday night against the uh milwaukee bucks i remember seeing the bucks at msg and Giannis was really young and people brought like Greek flags and they were like trying to get his autograph and stuff. It was like, it was like, oh, okay. Like, they're, they're right. But was it, guy. was it as, as good as seeing TJ McConnell play at MSG? Nothing will ever top that as long Nothing as will I ever live. top that. You're damn right. Oh my gosh. Was that incredible? It was amazing. That was incredible. I'll be back at some point this season to New York and we will do it uh, again. I don't know if it'll be TJ McConnell, but we'll, we'll figure out somebody. I'm not going to lie. Like, the for for those who have never been to Madison Square Garden, the exterior, the the um, I, I don't even know what the proper word is, but where all the concessions are, where you enter, and all that kind of stuff. Um, the the mezzanine, I guess, is the right word. Is that the right word? 
Um, I I can't think of a better one. So, yeah, it's in need of renovation. But when you go inside the actual arena itself, it's it could probably use some renovation as well. But it just feels so awesome being in that arena. I would go back to the arena anytime. I think it did get renovations. Not like in the last few years, but like recently enough that it's like. I want to say like less than 10 years ago, it was like, hey, we finished some renovations. We're all like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. I've I've been to I've been to Staples. I've been to whatever Golden State's arena is. I've been to Orlando. I've been to Atlanta. I've been to New York. Um, I think New York is probably my favorite one to actually be in for a basketball game, just because it just the the atmosphere it just feels so much cooler to me. And and being there for the for that first Miami playoff game and having like the soul sucked out of us, being like we're really gonna lose to this team, really. Oh, that's it's just, Kev- it's just Kevin Love and and Jimmy Butler just like throwing like football passes like across the court yeah. you're not going to defend them at all yep oh man it's all right we'll figure out when tj mcconnell is going to be back and we'll go just for him you, you want to make a sign want to make a sign no, take a sign carry the sign and bring the sign we'll figure something out where there's where there's a will there's a way nah, no because i don't and then you're gonna be on James Dolan's cameras and and he'll be he'll be on the shit list and you won't be allowed back in and it's not worth it. Well that it's gonna suck for you, but for me I don't live there, so I'll just be like, oh no, so sad. Although, d- when we went, remind me if I'm wrong, when we went, Tyrese Halberg got hurt. Yeah. By the way, uh Pacers are in New York February first and February tenth. But do I need to see the Pacers again? Like I, it's TJ McConnell. I, I I would rather see other teams and other players that I've never. We go seen for TJ McConnell. No, pick pick other. Oh, now I got to look this up. Now I'm gonna look up Nick's schedule. Here's do you what we'll know do. When you're gonna be in New York. It'll be it'll be sometime in in late January, early February. So that actually works out pretty well. Rockets, I've never seen live. Wizards, I've never seen live. Raptors, you don't want to see I've the Wizards. Live. You don't want to see the Wizards. Why would you want to see the Wizards? We could go to a Knicks Nets game in Brooklyn. That would actually be a lot of fun. I've, I've uh, never been to Brooklyn, to their stadium, I should say. Nuggets, Knicks, January 25th. Ooh. Jazz, Ooh. Knicks, January I've, 30th. Jokic is one of the few like all star players left I haven't seen play. After this weekend, I will have seen Giannis and Dame. So that pretty much crosses most of them off at this point. Lakers, Knicks, February third. See LeBron. I just, I just saw, I just saw the Lakers. Um, you've never seen LeBron play, really? I don't know. I've seen the Heat with Bosch and and Wade. Uh, I saw him in his early days in Orlando. Well, I guess not early days, but when he was in his first stint with Cleveland, like oh nine, uh, I want to say or two thousand. Grizzlies, Knicks, February fourth. Mavericks, Knicks, February eighth. We can figure this out. We got time to figure it out. Even though I do think TJ McConnell misses us. Oh, I would never go to a Celtics game ever. Never, ever. I would never see them. Screw them. Yeah, I think that'd be more fun now. Now that I know that, but you, what you just said, like, oh, the Magic play at MSG on my birthday. Yay! When's your birthday? International Women's Day. It's March. What's is that? March sixth, March seventh, eighth, eighth. Uh, the Sixers play two days after that. That might be better. 
All right, we'll figure it out. I guess we should right, end we'll the show. It. We'll figure yeah. it out. Let's end the show. I'm you should Twitter, probably put a disclaimer at the top of the show that we go on for 30 minutes about what game we want to go watch. That's fine. No one's listening. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Jared Russo. If you've listened far enough into this, you haven't. And I'm on Blue Sky. And you're on Twitter at, at Jared, at Ross, Jared King. Ross King. I'm on Blue Sky at Jared Ross King. And I'm going to do something before the next episode on Blue Sky to announce my arrival. Sure. Yeah, great. Recording, stop. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Recording, stop. How do I end?